0: How to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the Lord. The Lord God has opened my ears, and I was not rebellious. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you. I receive from you today by your grace, and I thank you that the hearts of your people are ready and they'll receive divine revelation from heaven today because of the presence of your spirit in jesus name amen please be seated um the year we've tried, uh, we've decided is by the grace of god it's going to be a year of joy and gladness of heart so 2020 let that be your vision amen have a 2020 vision For the year of joy and gladness of heart. May that be your portion all through this year in Jesus' name. Please receive it. That's your portion for you. The joy in the Christian's heart is a sign of a new life. The joy... It's supernatural. It's eternal. It comes from heaven. It's not because there is a change. There is a change in the way you live. You're not focused on that. It's not because of things have changed in your life. You go to church a lot more these days. You do these different things. That's not the reason. But it's inside of you deep there is a joy of this new life that came from God and the sense of it is this. I know who God is now. I know God. And it's a new thing and a world of discovery for you and you're so focused on getting to know this being that you never knew. And Every little thing that comes from him gives you so much joy. You can't define it. You don't understand it. He's there. It's a sign of a new life. And if you don't have that, God's going to give that to you this morning. That's the reason it's a sign that God is in your life. It's the sign that God puts in the heart of the redeemed. They're redeemed. When you're redeemed by God supernaturally, you don't have to understand it. He's there. He's there for you. God puts that in your scriptures to back this. This is what is going on. Isaiah 35, verse 10. He says, And the ransom of the Lord. Say, I am the, ransomed I am the ransom of the Lord. The ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Do you know what Zion is? The Ark Fellowship. Zion is the church. When you have been ransomed, you will go to the house of God. You return to the house of God, Zion, with singing. Listen, with everlasting joy on your head, that's not a joy that ceases. It's the joy because you have been ransomed. It's always there, no matter what's going on in your life. God's there with you. Notice, because you are the ransom, God has placed on your head... An everlasting joy. Say, I have it on my head this morning. Everlasting joy on your head. They shall obtain. It's amazing. They already have it, but God says they will obtain gladness and joy. Amen? Amen? Say, this is my portion for 2020. This is my portion for 2020. That's for the ransom. That's for the redeemed, and you are the redeemed. You are the redeemed of the Lord. And you know what? He is here today to confirm his word. He's here with us today to confirm his word. He says they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sign shall flee away. So whatever is causing you to sigh, the everlasting joy that is upon your head will destroy that thing today in Jesus' name. We'll destroy it today in the name of Jesus. Whatever is causing you sorrow, I didn't put this there. God put it there. And it's the truth. Let God be true and everyone a liar. So no matter what it is, That the enemy is bringing into your life, there is joy and gladness of heart. This is what happens every time when the redeemed comes out. Listen in Psalm 105, God demonstrating this to us. When God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, He brought out His people with what? With joy. So whatever you, wherever you've been, in your situation, that is bring, causing you sorrow or pain, God's going to bring you out with what? With joy. It's the year of joy and gladness of heart. Say, Amen. Amen. That's my year. Amen? Amen. That's my year in the name of Jesus. The whole message is about this. I want God to confirm his word in our lives. And the scripture wants us to know this. God is in our midst. Can I say that again? God is in our midst. If it doesn't mean anything to anyone out there, it means a lot to me. God is in our midst. We rejoice, but God's also rejoicing. In Zephaniah three, verse seventeen. The Lord your God says with me, the Lord my God, the Lord your God in your midst. The mighty one. He is not just God, he is the mighty one. In your midst. So you have. The mighty one in your midst. The Lord your God. In your midst. He's already there. But recognize who is in your midst. He is called the mighty one. Will save. He will rejoice. Get it now. He will rejoice over you. With what? It goes two ways. He's from the eternal one. He comes into you. Amen? He will rejoice over you with gladness. Think about it. How would you feel if you see God dancing and rejoicing over you? And you're sitting there like... What's the matter with you? See, God is excited. No, He goes both ways. You have it because He gave it to you. And as you rejoice, He rejoices as well. Can I hear an amen? He's rejoicing over you. That's what the scripture says. With gladness, he will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice. Again, we go back. Over you with what? God singing over you. Hallelujah. God singing over you. And you say, "Well, I don't know about that." <laughs> well, I know about that because the scripture says, "God's singing over you, God's rejoicing over your life." As a pastor, you don't understand where I've been. That doesn't matter. Let God be true and everyone a liar. God's rejoicing over your life and everything that will cause you sorrow, God will kick out of your life. Amen. Amen. You guys are real quiet. I mean. <laughs> joy and gladness of our heart, heart is God's consolation for his children it consoles us with joy and gladness the bible tells us in Isaiah 61 and you can read from verse 1 but I'm starting from verse 3 it says to console those who mourn where in Zion Zion is the church. That's, always, that's why it's so good to be a part of the church. To get involved. God knows his children in Zion. He knows every one of them. And so when you are part of God's church, and you are mourning or sorrowing for something that's coming to your life, God's going to bring you consolation. And I'm there to say to you this morning, God's bringing you consolation right now. Because what He wants for you for 2020 is joy and gladness of heart. And that's your portion for this year in Jesus' name. Can I hear an amen? Amen. That's your portion. We need to believe it. It's our portion. It's the portion of the Ark Fellowship for 2020. Joy and gladness of heart. And everything that will cause us sorrow, God's going to take away from us in 2020. God's going to do that for us. It's our consolation. It says, to console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Notice, God's the one just putting it on you. Amen? You don't have to do anything. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Don't try to struggle while I want to put on the garment right now. Hey, stop. God says, I'm putting it on you. And we always see the outcome, amen? God says, I'll put that on you. When he consoles you, he puts that on you. That's his word. He washes over his word to perform it. That's what the word says. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Listen, why? You know why? He wants to plant you. Amen? Say it with me. I am the planting of the Lord. Do you really believe that? I am the planting of the Lord. When God kicks all of those things that are causing you sorrow, he plants you. That's the process of planting you. That's what it is. The government of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Everything God's doing in your life is not just for you, he wants glory. Okay. Amen. Amen. Who is going to stop him from getting glory? Uh, unless you don't want it. <laughs> if you don't want it, that he can force you. But let, we are willing this morning. Amen. We are willing this morning. In Jesus' name, we're willing. And God's going to plant you. You become trees of righteousness. And you bear fruits of righteousness. And people can enjoy the fruits of righteousness from your life. Amen. Because God planted you. Everything in your life, in my life, that God has not planted will be uprooted in Jesus' name. Only what God has planted will remain in Jesus' name. Do you believe that? God, the mighty one, is right here in our midst. He will confirm it. His goal will start in the year because we've decided, I'm going to have joy and gladness for the rest of 2020. And the zeal of our God will perform it. Amen? Amen. The zeal of our God will perform it, and we understand that. I'm going to read this scripture quickly, because as I was studying, I says God's doing it?" But then we are confirming what God's doing. We're confirming what God's doing. Some, thirty, verse ten through twelve. Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me, Lord. Be my helper. You have reached, you have turned. Notice what he's saying. Now God says I will, but now I'm saying it back to God. Can, can we do that? Can we do that? You have, read it with me, okay? You have turned my, me dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness to the end that I, that my glory may sing praise to you and now i will give you thanks forever so that's what god's doing already in us can i hear an amen Amen. may this scripture be fulfilled in your life today this scripture be fulfilled in your life today in the name of jesus in the name of jesus let me explain how important When we talk about joy, what's this joy? It's so important. It's a gift from God. And there's a reason for it. And the enemy fights hard, bringing issues, all kinds of things into our lives. And what he wants from us, steal your faith. And once your faith is gone, your joy is gone. And we received Christ as our Lord and Savior. Because something in all says, ah, I need righteousness. I need right standing with God. And when we do that, as the Bible says, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be filled. Righteousness. So important. We need righteousness. Righteousness. But we can obtain righteousness on our own. But because of what Jesus has done on the cross, we can always have righteousness as we go to Christ believing. But once we obtain righteousness, that joy comes upon you. Can I hear an amen? It's so important. How did God reward Jesus for his love for righteousness? How? What did he give to him? Everyone knows Jesus loved righteousness. Right? He died to make us righteous. How did God reward him? What did God do? For that. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 8. He says, but to the son he says. Your throne, O God. Your throne, O God. Is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness. is a scepter of your kingdom. Listen, verse 9. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with what? The oil of gladness above your fellows. That's how God rewards it. So important. It's what God, that was his reward. Because he hated iniquity and loved righteousness, therefore God put that on him. And every one of us, the Bible says, we shall obtain gladness and joy. So important that the joy be part of us. How important is joy? uh, Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 says this to us in a sense. Do not sorrow. For the joy of the Lord is what? Your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So what the enemy wants is to get the joy out. Focus your mind on everything else that's happening. And once you lose your joy. And you lose your joy because you've lost your faith. And once that happens, you're weak. You're weak. He's got you in the corner. And he's going to destroy you. Because... He had the opportunity to take you joy. So, it says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Can you say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And 2020 is what? The year of joy and gladness of heart. And I have it. Say it with me, you have it as well. I I have it. And no one can take it from me. Amen. Amen. The joy. Where to find joy and how to keep it. The Jesus says these things, this is so important. He says, These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you. And that your joy may be full. Now listen. You can read that quickly and move on. The joy is already there. Notice what he's praying for. He says, I said all these things to you because I want the joy I placed in you to remain. We'll read it again. These things I have spoken to you. So whatever Jesus has spoken to us, Why was he saying these things to us? To make sure the joy of the Lord in your life remains. It was important to him that that joy never leaves you. So he said a lot of things. I don't know, we got to read through the book and find out everything that he's saying. And every word that he was saying was true. And the reason is he wants that joy to always be there. Are you getting it today? He wants that joy to always be there. If he gives you a promise, the reason is you obtain that promise so that the joy will never leave. Why? The joy of the Lord is so important. So important. And 2020 is the year of joy and gladness of heart. Amen? Amen. Amen. Notice what Jesus said also. And then he talks about the joy. He says, until now you have asked. That's John 16 verse 24. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask. And you will receive. Why? He wants your joy to be full. He wants your joy to be full. If you came in sorrowful today. And uh, leave the sorrows behind. And walk out of this place rejoicing. I go to a nice restaurant. We're fasting, please. (laughs) Drink something nice. (laughs) But you can see how important it is with God that we have His joy all the time. This is supernatural joy. And so when there's something, I think on KSBJs, is when I lose the joy, I will get it back. Have you seen that? that it goes, they keep going. It's so important. God wants that joy there all the time. And if something comes in against your life to take the joy, we we'll fight hard. That's our battle. To keep that joy. In the name of Jesus. That's what Jesus... said. The most important thing for me with what Jesus was saying, I said these things to you so that... My joy will remain in you. The things I was saying and everything is not just to the world. It's for me. For you. So that I can, I can always have that joy in me. It's, you don't measure it by your performance. It's nothing there. God wants it there. Because it's your strength. Spiritual strength in everywhere God wants it there. And the means in his high priestly prayer between him and his father... In John 17, when God was talk- Jesus was talking to his father and reminded his father in the very beginning about how things were before he came into the world. Glorify me with the glory that I had with you, he said, before I came into the world. And in the midst of his prayer, his high priestly prayer, he went back to this, the, the fact that he had said something. Let me read that to you. John 17 verse 13. But now I come to you. Now I come to you. And these things I speak in the world. That they may have my joy. Amen. That they may have my joy. Fulfilled in themselves. So everything Jesus was saying... To us, he already said it before this high priestly prayer. I spoke this thing so my joy will remain in you. But he now speaking to his father. And then he addresses it again. You know what that tells me? Very important. To man and not to God himself. The father. That the joy may be fulfilled in them. Amen. If that's what God wants and that's his will. You follow follow through with His will. Whatever is causing you to be joyless will be out of your life. Because it's against God's will. Amen? Amen. Can I hear an amen? amen? It is. And then finally as I close. You can see in the scriptures. What the scripture says about this. Paul says to us, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For to me to write the same things to you is not tedious. It's not a burden. I want you to always have this. For me to say the same things to you is not tedious. I want you to have this. To so rejoice in the Lord. But for you, guess what? He's safe. Amen? He's safe. So Satan wants to get that out of us. And shows us where we've made mistakes and all of that. A little condemnation here. Something here. Pain here, whatever it is that Satan is coming against your life with. And all just to get that. Paul says he's safe to be there. A place of joy. Amen? He's safe. It's not a burden for me to write it. Even if you don't like it, I'll send the same thing to you. I'll keep telling you, rejoice in the Lord. It's not a burden for me to, to preach to you about being joyful in God. Paul says, the reason I'm doing it, he's safe for you. He's safe. That's a safe place to be. No matter what's going on in your life, he's a safe place to be to rejoice in God. Satan doesn't want to focus your mind on all of those. He wants you to think about all the issues that you have in your life. But God's bigger than every issue in your life. Amen. God's bigger than every issue in your life. He is the great one. And the Bible says, the mighty one, the great one, is already in our midst. He's just not there in our midst, sitting, doing nothing. He's here to work for us. Amen. He's always working. Jesus says, my father has always been working. He has, he has always been working. He's safe. Philippians 4 verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord. How often? Always. God, you don't understand. I really can't rejoice right now. You don't know what I'm going through. I mean, it's been really hard. (laughs) But the scripture keeps yelling back to you. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. No matter what's going on, rejoice in the Lord always. If you don't feel like laughing, just laugh. Ha ha, ha ha, ha, ha. Rejoice in the Lord how often? Always. Hey, guess what? It's a commandment. Hello? It's a commandment. Don't go telling God about all this sorrowful things. Oh, yeah, we go again. Rejoice in the Lord always. No matter what's going on, rejoice in the Lord always. Always. And that should be enough for us. But then Paul says, Again I say. <laughs> Real good emphasis here. <laughs> Again, in case you didn't understand it before, get it now. Again I say, Rejoice. Oh Paul, I know you can write that. You are an apostle, men, but you see, I, I'm not an apostle. I can't really do this. Rejoice in the Lord always. You remember Paul and Silas in prison, handcuffed, in chains. And Paul says to Silas, Silas, let's sing a song of praise. Silas said, look, I don't feel like it right now. We've been doing God's work, how come we're here? We didn't do anything wrong. We preached the gospel. We prayed for the sick. And we Paul, you've been teaching me this stuff, and now look, we're in change. Now you're telling me we should sing. He didn't do that. Amen. Instantly they were singing. I'm thinking the prisoners are thinking, these guys must be nuts. They're not. They got them whipped. For speaking. And you're singing. Notice he says. And the prisoners heard them. <laughs> That's very important. That's, if they heard them. They're not just hearing them. And say I'm minding my business. No. They're thinking. What's wrong with these guys? So in whatever circumstance. You find yourself. God wants you to what? Rejoice. You can't make sense of everything that comes into your life. Amen? You can't. You're only human. But he knows the end from the beginning. And he knew you before you were born. He understands you better than you understand yourself. He understands your circumstances better than you understand them. And yet He says to you, rejoice. Rejoice. He knows everything. And He is in your life. you know why? You invited Him. And Jesus said, everyone that comes to me, I will in no wise turn away. I love that. Everyone who comes to me, I will in no wise. It can never happen if you turn to Jesus and he turns his back on you. It will never happen. And so he gives you that all of joy, all of gladness upon our lives. Verse 5 says, Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. I'm sure those prisoners with Paul and Silas they saw their gentleness because the prison was shaking, and their own chains were torn off, cut off. But do you think the prisoners were run? <laughs> they didn't run. You know why? They were trying to figure out what's going on. What just happened? What happened? Just because two individuals decided in times of, in difficult times, they will express their joy in singing and in praise to God. May that be your portion in 2020 in Jesus' name. And may God remind you of what you've heard today on this subject, that when things come into your life, you remember to turn that off and go to what Jesus has said. He said a lot of, he says, these things I have said to them in the world, while I was there in the world, that my joy may be fulfilled. My joy, that he gave you his joy. Amen? Amen. He wants that joy to remain in you. He gave you that joy inside of you. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Do you know what the kingdom of God is all about? That's why I said in the beginning, has nothing to do with what we're doing, has more to do with God, what God is doing in our lives. In Romans uh, 14, it tells us, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness which brings joy righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit notice joy in what? it's supernatural joy in the Holy Spirit that's your portion today in Jesus name God will fulfill his word in your life today in Jesus name that's what God has given to you as your portion in him God is faithful to his word And the reason we speak, you notice all I've been speaking, what Jesus said. What Jesus said, what the scripture says. And the reason for that is for you to have joy. Uh, There's going to be a divorce this morning, amen? (laughs) We're going to complete the uh, divorcement today against a joyless life, amen? Amen? Today is the day of joy. Beginning this year, all th- beginning of this year, all through the year, we will have joy and gladness of heart. Because that's our portion in Jesus' name. That is our portion. Say it with me. That's my portion in Jesus' name. The joy of the Lord in my heart. The joy of the Lord is my strength. If you maintain that, there are, go- there are times will come into your life when you feel not joyful. But the message today is to get you to be aware when it's happening. Amen? Amen? You know the reason. But guess what? God knew before you knew. You know the reason why the joy it's been taken away from you. You understand it. The way you do. But don't lean on your own understanding. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all... Notice. With all your heart. If it's all your heart, there is no part left. It's all of your heart. Trust in the Lord. And when that time, those times come, the Bible tells us what's going to happen. Amen. Last scripture here, Psalm thirty. Sorry. Psalm thirty verse five. For his anger is for a moment. Please get that. When God is displeased, is for what? If it's more than a moment You got the enemy there (laughs) Amen God's displeased when we do things wrong You're displeased when your son Or your daughter does something wrong Right And sometimes we're mad for a while But God says His anger is for what A moment Real quick Real quick Amen? Keep that in focus. Because that's the truth. And the truth is what sets us free. Amen? Always keep that in focus. It says, for, what he's saying, I always would change that word for, to because. Because his anger is for a moment. But his favor, say it with me. His favor is for what? For life. His favor is for life. And then it says, Weeping may endure for a night. That's how long it should go. Can I hear amen? amen. Weeping may endure for a night. How many nights? A night. If you're going to enjoy weeping, just do it for one night. And get a divorce. Amen. It's over. I cried enough for one night. I'm out of here. And that's not your opinion. That's what God said. Amen. Amen. Weeping may endure. Notice the word is, it is a will. Right? May. May endure for a night. But guess what? But joy, that everlasting joy comes in the morning. It's a great day. I got to go to church today. That was behind. Now I'm moving forward. Amen. May God help us to always put what is behind, behind us. And may we always press forward to obtaining that joy and gladness. Because we are the redeemed. We are the redeemed. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Would you stand up with me and let your brother know I'm rejoicing? I'm rejoicing. No matter what. Yeah. You all don't look like you are acting it. You're going to act it this morning. I'm rejoicing. I'm rejoicing. It is a year of joy. And gladness of heart. I have it. God gave it to me. No one can take it from me. It's mine through 2020. I rejoice. I rejoice. Uh, the way you're going now, they don't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, joyful. I'm joyful. I like it, Michael. Go for it. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. It's the joy of the Lord. It's called the everlasting joy. It said the everlasting joy shall be upon your head. That's God's prophecy upon your life. Everlasting joy upon your head. And you will obtain gladness and joy. Why? You are His redeemed. You are the redeemed of the Lord. And he's at work in your life. Would you bow your heads with me today? There may be some among us today that don't fully understand it. The only reason is because you have not come to know the Master Himself. Remember the very beginning of the uh, message? The only thing is a discovery I now know God. And this is the way to know God. To say, God, I'm ready to welcome Jesus into my life. And I'm not going halfway. I'm going all the way. All heads bowed. In reverence before God. I'm going to give you an opportunity to raise your hand. And to tell God, I'm ready. I'm ready. I will have this joy through 2020. I want Jesus in my life. At the count of three, if you want Jesus to become intimate, intimately involved in your life from this day forward, and if you do that, as you raise your hand, you'll confirm that God will see it, and Jesus takes it over from there. All you need to do is lift your hand. He gives that to you. At the count of three, would you put your hand up? One, two, three, put your hand. I see that hand. I see that. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I see your hands. Wonderful, wonderful. God is in your hand and God is at work. Thank you, Lord. Pray with me. Every one of you. Lord Jesus, I welcome you into my life. I want you to be my personal Lord and Saviour, Holy Spirit, come into my heart today and fill my amen. life. Empower me to obedience to Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you put your hands together? Give him a clap. Open. Yeah. Prayer partners, would you come out? There is there is the spirit language the spirit language a lot of people go to church there's nothing supernatural in their lives but Christianity is a supernatural religion if you call it one and one of the signs Jesus said These signs follow those who believe. So if you're a true believer, these signs will follow you. And the first two signs, in my name, they shall cast out devils. The next one, they shall speak with new tongues. If you're a believer, you can speak with tongues. I don't care what anybody is saying out there, that's what Jesus said. And so if you haven't received the Holy Spirit, like they did in Acts chapter 2, where they received the Spirit and spoke out in tongues, so everyone could hear. You could hear yourself, they also can hear. That's true Christianity. Any other way, I don't know. When we get to heaven, I bet that's what Jesus said. If you haven't received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, where you can speak in tongues... You can hear yourself and others can hear you. Let give God an opportunity to do that for you this morning. Amen. Let God do that for you. All eyes closed, head bowed. If you're one of those, please come up. If you're sick in the body also, you can come up. Come up to receive. Please don't hold back. If you need that, please come up.